Have you ever had a double or a lookalike? In the era of social media, having someone that looks like you could just be a fun coincidence. But Laura would have us believe otherwise. In the mythology of these twin strangers, tragedy could befall you if someone sees your double. Worse yet, seeing your own would mark your certain impending death. While the threat of being replaced by such an entity appears to be nothing more than a movie trope, should we all still fear the horrible possibilities of doppelgangers? Welcome to 13 Degrees of Screams, where we watch and dissect your favorite spooky movies. I'm your host, Alex. And Stephanie. And this is mostly a horror podcast. Each season, we will rank 13 movies on a scariness scale from, you guessed it, 1 to 13. We will uncover the real-life myths and legends that inspire these movies and tell you just how authentic they are. This week, we do not take the lift in Another Me. So, Stephanie. Yes. Have you seen Another Me before we watched it for the podcast? No, I haven't. I feel like it's very important to support Sophie Turner now, though. Do you like her a lot? She all right. <laughs> but she's divorcing Joe Jonas, so. <gasps> Why? It's, it's, it's a time. Why Why that happening? He's claiming that she wants to party and stuff and oh. instead of raise their kids. Oh, well, then but, I don't want to support her if that's the truth. <laughs> but 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 let's think about it, though. If we're not going to be feminists, that would be okay. But he's complaining about having to, like, take his kids with him to work and stuff like that. And that's just, like, being a mom. But, but is she really just wanting to party, though? That's true. Like, they're both wrong, then, Yeah, if that's the case. Uh if that's legitimately what she wants to do is just party, then she's also in the wrong. I don't think it's really all that. It's just she's several years younger than him, oh. and there's a little bit difference there. Mm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess as long as she could take care of her child or mm-hmm. children, I don't know. I don't know their life, but uh, if she's not taking care of her kids, that's not great. But anyways, no. Sophie Turner. Yeah. Sansa <laughs> from Game of Thrones. Sansa. Yeah, I know. Sansa. I know. Sansa. Sansa. What did we rate this? Let me take a look at our rating. We had it rated as a 7, right in the middle. Oh, it's probably about a 3. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. I think the trailer made it look a little bit more like, yeah. scary than it was. Yeah. We'll shuffle in our kiddish movies, and then that'll come right after. Well, I don't know. I could tell you some of the other ones. I know for a fact this is not a three. It'd probably be a little bit higher on the list still. Really? Okay. Based on the other movies, yeah. Oh, damn. All right. <laughs> she's, she's like, what uh, What movies did we put on the list? <laughs> I made the list. Oh, no. You did. You put all baby movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, one was requested by you. <laughs> and then the other one, I was like, well, we're going to figure this oh, out, Oh, I was like, what did I? You brought it up. I'm like, yeah, that's good. <laughs> I was going to throw you under the bus. Okay, thanks. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what? I picked last season, and we all know how well that went. So, you know. Did it is you, what it is. Yeah. But we'd be okay. Did you like another me? It's cute, I guess. Cute? I don't know. Not not cute. Uh, like, cute as, as for, like, Sophie Turner's, like, her first big movie out. I don't know. I don't know if this was really her first movie out or it not. It was. Probably. It was. Yeah. You could tell. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. Absolutely. It was fine. I I found it just utterly uh, unremarkable. 
It was yeah. just it was there. It existed. It wasn't offensive. It was just It kind of reminded me of like a Nick at Night movie or something like that. Like you'd see a, as a kid, like the TV shows and stuff that would come on like after 10 on Nickelodeon uh, okay. and stuff. Yeah, it was more like drama-ish. Mhm. Yeah, like sad drama. times. Yeah. She was very sad. A she lot was of sad times. very moody. Yes. And like the purposely smearing the eyeliner. <laughs> and then taking a picture of herself. I was like you've done three others, honey. Like is it, I think we got the point. Yeah. She's like, "No. <laughs> you don't understand me." <laughs> it was fine. It was okay. Yes. I didn't hate it. There was one part though. We'll talk about when we get there that I just laughed so hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not at the scene itself, but the implications of the scene, yes. Okay, I have questions because I had one moment where I laughed too because it just reminded me of something. Oh, no. It's probably something different. Okay. Um, although there was another scene that did make me sad. There was one image that I it did get me a little choked up. Oh, yeah. That we'll t- um, we might talk about. I don't know. Okay. But in any case, I'll tell you about those two moments. Mm-hmm. Those stood out to me because the rest of the movie was just like I forget something mm-hmm. happened. Garbage. Gar- not garbage. Just, no, uh, no, it wasn't awful. Awful. Just it was. It, there. Ju- it was just like your low budget British movie. You know. Mm-hmm. I will say the Britishness of it all made me a little bit more. I think they're interested. Scottish, actually. Oh but, shit! Whichever. We have no idea who we're talking about. <laughs> European people. Yeah. Sorry if you're European. It, it's hard to differentiate, to be honest. Fucking Americans. Yeah. Uncultured. But I think it's, I think Scottish? I don't know. Sound of Scottish. It's not American. Yeah, definitely. So, there's America and then not America, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is how, you know, a lot of people just see the world. So we'll just, we'll just go with that. We're the worst. Non-American movie. <laughs> not American movie. <laughs> Are you ready to hear some background? Yes. So Another Me is a 2013 psychological thriller drama film directed by Isabel Koyex and starring Sophie Turner in her debut film. It's based on the 2003 novel of the same name by Catherine McPhail. The film had its world premiere at the Rome Film Festival on the 15th of November in 2013. The film was released in Spain on the 27th of June in 2014 and in the United States on August 22nd in 2014. Weird. Okay. Yeah. So this is just different releases. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sophie Turner said she was drawn to the role because she too had lost a twin in utero. Really? I Allegedly. Have no idea. That's what I read. So hopefully that is factual. Okay. That's what she said. Isabel Koyix revealed in an interview that Jonathan Ray's Myers was extremely difficult to work with. I didn't find a lot of information on this, guys. So this okay. is just a little fun fact. He was the drama teacher, I believe. Oh, okay. But I guess he was like absolutely awful to work with. Really? Yeah. She stated that he was the one person she would never work with again. They had difficulty communicating and that she ran out of patience for him as he made work unpleasant for everyone on set. Damn. So, a little fun fact, because again... It is bad enough when they, like, report it, too. Like, sometimes they're just like, yeah, they were awful, but then it's, like, years later, and it's just like, that's it. But for yeah. them to go into detail, like, no, he sucked. Yeah, yeah. so nah, any filmmakers out there, don't <laughs> cast Jonathan Reese. And then it has a 15% score on Rotten Tomatoes, and there really wasn't much else... They had nothing to say about it. Not really. I actually like looked at Rotten Tomatoes because I was like, I don't, I can't find nothing. And really? It's like 15%. Okay. So not great rating wise. Well, damn. All right. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Sophie. This wasn't that uh, important. Yeah, she doesn't 
She hasn't had a lot of good turnouts with movies, it seems. What else is she in? She's in X-Men. Was that not good? I heard no, it wasn't good. Oh, I didn't see it. Is she Jean Grey in that? You don't know. Okay. Never mind. If anyone knows know X-Men she, things. You don't know X-Men things? Not really, no. Girl. You don't like superhero stuff that much, though, do you? Not a ton. I've gotten into Marvel since Charlie and I have been together. Oh, but X-Men is Marvel-ish because contract stuff. But anyway, <laughs> that's why I haven't seen an X-Men movie because they were owned by like someone else. Oh, okay. Which is why I haven't seen like a new X-Men thing. Okay. Would you like to hear about the plot? Yes. So Faye lives an idealistic life until while on vacation, her father is diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. When she returns to school, she is cast as Lady Macbeth in the school's production of Macbeth alongside a boy she likes, her neighbor Drew. Do we know how old Drew was in this movie? I think they're both like 17. IRL? Oh, I don't know about Uh, IRL. He thought he seemed too old. I'm hoping he was older because, oh, Drew. (laughs) I thought he was attractive. That's all I want to say. Oh, really? (laughs) A little bit. Look look him up. (laughs) Oh, I did. (laughs) Hold on. Hold, hold, please. Hopefully he's of age because otherwise this is awkward. Well, he's of age now. It was in 2013. I don't know how you feel about abs, but. Oh, my. (laughs) All right. Right? Yeah, I gotcha. Oh, it's moving. It's a gif. (laughs) It is a gif. (laughs) I was not expecting that. But anyway, sorry. Drew, I was like, I like this movie. (laughs) Drew a hottie. Okay. (laughs) A little bit. During the first rehearsal, Faye is nervous and keeps forgetting her lines. Her teacher, John advises her to look at Roman Polanski's 1971 version of Macbeth for inspiration. Faye goes to the school library to pick up a copy, and while there is terrified as lights begin to flicker on and off. So scary. Lights are flickering. (laughs) She overreacts to a lot of things. Yeah. She hears the sound of someone chasing her. Shortly after she runs off, she is found by a group of her friends who have seen and heard nothing. I don't remember this at all happening. <laughs> she was like chased through the hallway, or at least she thought she was, but literally it just oh, seemed like. that's right. Yeah, there's nothing. Literally, she walks into a room, the lights flicker, and all of a sudden she just runs out screaming. It's just like, <laughs> I, I don't know, honey. <laughs> you imagine the, I know I did say last episode, if the power goes out, I'm just going to lay down and die. <laughs> However, the power didn't go out. It just flickered. Yes, exactly. And she's like, I must be being killed. Like, yeah. that, that must be what's happening. Here. Right, right. Faye begins to see a girl who looks similar to her passing by the street. When her mother goes out telling the family she is going out with friends, Faye sees her getting into a car and kissing a man who is not her father, while a girl who looks like Faye approaches the car. This, this mother. bitch is so stupid. She is. If you're going to cheat, like, why would you get in the car and then the car's right there? In the parking lot of their apartment, like, and Faye and her dad are just, like, watching out the window, her making out with this man. She might as well have, like, given them an invitation to watch because yeah. they it's don't It's real away. uncomfy. I, I was watching this. I'm like, I cannot believe my eyes. Yeah. She's literally doing this in front of her husband mm-hmm. and her daughter. Yeah. It's like, it's right there. It's oh very brazen. God. And we're given the impression that uh, her parents were very much in love before he got sick. Mm, yeah. So it seems almost like she's mad at him to do it so brazenly like that. But yeah, she's like resentful almost. Yeah. Like, He's sick. He didn't want that. Right. You're just making it like a hundred times worse. Right. And I know you might have the mentality like, oh, he's going to die soon. But 
They what? even says to her one time when she confronts her, like, couldn't you have waited? <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, that's a valid statement, as fucked up as that is yeah. to say. I yeah. mean, like, but really, though. Really? Couldn't you be a little patient? Like, <laughs> No, she's like, I need it. It just happened. He just got sick. <laughs> yeah. It, and he's already not looking so good. Yeah. It's obviously rapid decline. So mm-hmm. this, this woman, <laughs> I was like, you've got to be shitting me. Right. Later, a neighbor tells Faye that she saw her walking down the stairs of her building. When Faye denies it was her, her neighbor says that she would never mistake Faye for anyone else because of her distinctive long red hair. Faye chases after the girl but finds no one. She cuts her hair into a misshapen bob. (laughs) A misshapen bob. She does this at school. She gets really upset and just goes and cuts her hair, like, no effort at all into it and just... (laughs) Do you mention the other girl who has red hair? Yeah, like her classmate? there's also like a third doppelganger, technically. Her understudy for this play is a girl named Monica with also red hair. and She's the worst. Yeah, so she keeps on getting mistaken for her as well, or, or at least she assumes she's being mistaken for her. Right, so I think you're meant to be led to think that she is potentially doing stuff. To creep and her out. and Yeah. Yeah. No, Monica's just there to be annoying and angry. Mm-hmm. And the reason I thought about even thought about her is because you, you, she cuts her hair, and Monica cuts her hair. Yes, that's like, what I'm gonna say. Oh, sorry, <laughs> it's okay because uh, we didn't mention her. I didn't know if you did or no, not. No, sorry, so. I I didn't get to it yet. At school, Faye frightens her friends by insisting that she is being stalked by a doppelganger, who her friends suggest may be her understudy and rival Monica, who similarly has long red hair. After her mother picks her up from school, Faye confesses her paranoia about being stalked by a twin. And her mother admits that Faye was a twin, but that she had a late-term miscarriage with her sister, Layla. After a successful rehearsal, Faye goes on a date with Drew. Returning home, she finds her father collapsed on the floor. Helping him into his wheelchair, she sees that he had been looking at a sonogram of her and her sister. In school the next day, Faye sees her drama teacher. John pulling into the parking lot and recognizes his car as the one belonging to the man she saw her mother kissing. <gasps> right? It it's so, it's all interconnected and of weird. It, like, of course it's him. When he approaches her later to ask why she never waved back to him earlier that morning in the school playground, which I'm like, that's real random yeah. <laughs> and a weird reason to confront someone. Faye denies ever being there and suspects it is the double she has been seeing around. Monica. Yeah, and she refuses to basically accept that it could just be them mistaking her for Monica. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, no, I could She, possibly. like, drastically cuts her hair, like, at just, like, the slight provocation of somebody else being out there that looks like her. I know. it's Yeah, she's like, it couldn't possibly be ugly Monica. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I, oh, my God. In the school courtyard, she sees that Monica has cut her hair in a direct imitation of her hairstyle. And attacks her, believing that she is impersonating her. I mean, that's fair. Like, what are the odds? Like, she cuts her hair drastically, and then all of a sudden, Monica just... Yeah, now it lines up more to, what, like, what her friends are saying, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not a doppelganger, you idiot. It's this, <laughs> it's this girl. She looks a lot like you. You moron, <laughs> Faye. You're not that special. Right. <laughs> In the principal's office, when Faye accuses Monica of impersonating her, the principal informs her that... It couldn't have been her in the schoolyard as she came in earlier. So she's saying that when the teacher confronted her about not waving to her on the playground, she assumed it was Monica that he waved at. Principal says that it wasn't Monica. She 
took a different way into school. Mm-hmm. So Faye takes that as, I need to make myself different from Monica and just, like, cuts her hand. Yeah, so she cuts her hand, right? So do you think if you saw your doppelganger across the way, you'll be able to see a little scar on your hand? Like something more. I'm shaking more. my head no. <laughs> yeah, she, yeah, Stephanie is currently, or she was, shaking her head no to that. You need something a little bit more drastic that you could, like, really tell the difference. Yes. Like, no one's going to be like, let me check this little scar on your hand. To right. Make sure it's really you. Yeah. So that was her solution. And I'm surprised her mom didn't confront her about this. Like, her mom was like, all right, let's just go get you stitched up. No problem. Like, Yeah, like, why did you do that? <laughs> <laughs> when her mother picks her up from school, she confronts her about the affair she is having. Her mother and her mother promises to break it off. Drew then comes to visit her and the two kiss. <gasps> For a brief while, Faye is content as her double disappears and her parents seem more reconciled. She and Drew grow closer and have sex. And (gasps) this is the part where I laughed because it just seemed like Drew was, like, (laughs) very quickly naked before she was. And there's—I don't remember what show it's from. It's like a TV show or something like that where they talk about— like an adult was asking how far like this teenage couple have gone. And mm-hmm. the guy was like, well, I do my shirt and my pants off and she does her shirt and her pants on. And oh. so, <laughs> <laughs> what? Basically saying he was completely naked and she's right. she puts on a sweater. <laughs> you don't remember what show that is? No, I can't think it's of so it. so random. That's funny. He's just it standing just reminded there like... Me. <laughs> However... After her father receives bad medical news, her mother reconciles with John. Walking home with Drew, Faye sees John's car smashed into a tree, and the police officers on the scene tell her that a girl threw a rock at his car window, causing him to have an accident, but her mother escaped uninjured. Faye believes that her twin attacked the car and decides to take the day off from school and goes to visit John in the hospital. The next day at school, Drew thanks Faye for a post-coital picture of them he found in his locker. Because <laughs> isn't it, like, taken from, like, it, someone else have, would have had yeah, to take this like picture? Yeah, like, someone would have, been, have to, would have been, like, on the ceiling looking down at them because it was just them <laughs> laying in bed together. He's like, thanks for taking this picture. I don't know how you did it, but it's real hot. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. <laughs> Drew, questions? <laughs> During rehearsals, the principal, taking over for John, tells Faye to say the lines the same way she did the day before. When Faye tells her she wasn't there, everyone tells her they saw her there. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to come back to that part at the end of this because I have thoughts. Okay. Faye runs home where she tells her father she's going crazy, and he tells her that, on the contrary, he too can see her twin sister, Layla. Okay. What? This is news. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? You can see my twin sister who's right. dead. He warns her not to look Layla in the face as it will end her life. And he also went into, like, like this huge backstory about their birth and stuff like that, too. Like, her mom was walking home when she was pregnant with both of them and all of a sudden just started bleeding. And it was a mm-hmm. some sort of placental abruption, I believe they called it. And it came down to signing a way to not save one twin to save a twin and the mom Mm -hmm. or not saving any of them. Right. So he seemed to think that was the logical answer, and it is. Yeah, right. That makes sense. (laughs) And uh, apparently Layla is pissed about it, and she she comes to stare at him and— 
take his youth, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It, that's kind of what they imply. Yeah. Like, if he looks upon her face, but why he's just going to get sick and die. Yeah, why did it take so long for this to start happening, though? I don't know. If that's the case, you know? Maybe he avoided her for some time, but. He's like, don't look. <laughs> Cover my eyes. Right. Faye goes to the underpass near her home and calls out to Layla, asking her to leave the family alone and apologizing for her death. Layla instead orders her to look at her, and Faye does. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that sounds good. I was good. like, what, what kind of resolution was this? Like, returning home from the underpass, Faye sees an ambulance and learns that her father tried to follow her to prevent her from seeing Layla and died when a faulty elevator crashed. She and her mother embrace. Everyone in this apartment building have been like, yeah, don't use the one that they just fixed. It's way too quick. It's always... Mm-hmm. There couldn't possibly have done it right. right. <laughs> Take the other one. And then Faye always goes into this one. <laughs> yeah. And just gets, like, mentally tormented by, like, weird images of kind of her face. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God, my face. I'm so, <laughs> so ugly. <laughs> I'm going to take this elevator to school tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, please don't. <laughs> Sometime later, it is the opening night of Macbeth. Backstage, Faye's mother hugs her and tells her her father would be proud of her. And she goes to stare into the mirror and peels off a bandage on her hand, revealing that she does not have the distinctive injury Faye gave herself and is actually Layla. She smiles in the mirror and leaves to perform the play. However, the image of Faye remains stuck in the mirror. Dun, dun, dun. dun. That image of Faye was kind of creepy, though, at the end. It was. I think was it's like, just because they dark out her eyes, so you just see the mascara that <laughs> she's always, like, rubbing under there. Yeah. So she's, yeah, they're switched. Mm-hmm. Oh, do. But, oh, my God. So back to that part. Once you find out, like, you know, this is a ghost, essentially, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. is growing up along with her twin. So you mean to tell me the whole part where they're like, you did so well the other night at rehearsal. <laughs> You're telling me this ghost went to rehearsal and just did rehearsal. Knew killed all the it, lines. Knew everything. Could you, <laughs> that thought <laughs> is so stupid mm-hmm. that this ghost is like, I'll show you. And like, just, just a ghost. Yeah, she got it. That's so funny. Like, <laughs> And also they sort of imply that the other twin likes to be beaten for fun so in the very opening scenes like there's kind of like a narrative as she's like explaining how her life's perfect with her family Mm -hmm. and stuff like that but it kind of flashes back and forth to her being in that little tunnel and looking at a group of people beating somebody and it's her herself laughing on the floor yeah so when she's walking home after being confronted that you know she should have done the lines from the rehearsal as she did it yesterday, mm-hmm. a group of people say, hey, want to pick up where we left off? And I think it's – that's what happened. Like, oh. Like they were beating her twin and she thought it was funny. I mean, if she's a ghost, she probably didn't feel it. Uh, maybe. I don't know. It's Also – She's a, evil. Let's just go with that. Yeah, evil. But it's crazy to me to think that not once she ran into her double, but everyone else seems to see her everywhere. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That is true. They're like – Again, And if her father is, like, so negatively affected by looking on to her, like, shouldn't everybody be getting sick, Well, too, that sees her? I mean, I don't know if her just existing makes people sick, but maybe she's purposefully hurting him yeah. because of what he did. Yeah. You know, like, it's a choice to do it. I guess so. I don't know, but I just... <laughs> 
Just the thought of this ghost at rehearsal for yeah. however long. That's <laughs> just so funny. Uh, and honestly, too, like, is this the time that you'd really want to come back? You'd really want to come back to life, like, in, in, as a high school student? Uh, uh, now's as good as time as ever. Like, uh, I mean, once you hit high school, I mean, it's only downhill from there. Oh, no. You're saying that you peaked? <laughs> no. I mean, just in, well, let me rephrase that. High school sucked. But I mean, like, in terms of, like, I would have came back as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. like adulthood isn't fun either, really. <laughs> like, there's yeah. different kinds of Her uh, baby self should have been working really hard to get, get there. Right. Then, rather than at 17. Yeah, yeah. if I was going to get my revenge, I would have <laughs> been, like, two. Like, let's go. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm changing now. <laughs> like, I'm not... Once you hit, like I said, once you hit high school and adulthood, it's like you missed all the fun right. that you could have had. But oh well, oh uh, well, you you got it. Although uh, I wonder, there's so many questions now because like, does she have all the knowledge that Faye had? Because like she hasn't gone to school. I guess a day before, like, which is weird too. Like it, it's different when you think of it as like people being like clones of each other and stuff like that, like in the other movies that we're watching. Mm-hmm. So like it makes sense that they have the shared memories because they are the same person. Yeah. But in this case, this is not the same person. Right. Like or, she is her own individual. Yeah, but yeah, and even on top of that, like <laughs> if you, if like I were to die, like I died as an adult, she died as a babe, like a yeah, you know, in the stomach. So. It's not like she even she grew. She grew up technically, right. but like she didn't learn anything. Yeah, because she was a girl. Yeah, you know, right? Don't make sense. What do you know? It doesn't. It doesn't. In any case, fake gong. Fake gong. Bye, bye, queen. <laughs> bye, queen. <laughs> it's unfortunate you shouldn't have taken that lift. You, you shouldn't. Have, you shouldn't have looked at her in the face. I don't know why you kept going under that underpass. Every right. Five like, let's just talk this out. No, nah, she don't want to talk. Half the movie took place in that little tunnel. Yeah. This scary It's tunnel. also where her mom was bleeding oh, out, yeah. too. Yeah. What are you doing? Why do you keep going there? <laughs> it's super creepy. Like, a lot of the places that she's walking that are not on the school grounds are very creepy. Yeah. Even her parking lot's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. There was a scene where they were walking in the dark and, like, you saw nothing. It was just darkness. Mm-hmm. It reminded me of when we covered in Vampire Season... Let me in. Yeah. I had yeah. a very similar vibe. I got that too. Yeah, just the darkness and like the nothingness of outside of their apartment complex. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, would you like to hear about the connection between identical twins? Yes, I do. Okay. Identical twins, also known as monozygotic twins, are siblings who develop from a single fertilized egg that splits into two embryos. They share the same genetic material and are nearly identical in terms of their DNA. This genetic similarity is what distinguishes identical twins from fraternal twins, who develop from two separate eggs fertilized by two different sperm cells. The splitting of the fertilized egg that leads to the formation of identical twins occurs early in the development process, typically within the first two weeks after conception. As a result, identical twins share the same genetic information and have a high degree of physical resemblance. I read it was like something like about 96% chance. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. However, it is important to note that while identical twins have the same DNA, they may still have some differences in their physical appearance and other traits due to environmental factors and random variations in gene expression. Like a scar on your hand that you self-inflicted. 
I actually was kind of <laughs> curious about this because uh, one of my favorite uh, Law & Order SVU episodes is about these twins, boy and a girl, and then they find out that the girl was actually born a boy and there was just like an accident at her birth. And they made her a girl. Oh. And at the end, to cover up a crime that she, that is now a he committed, he reverts back to his assigned gender. Okay. And since they both look the same and blood tests say that they are basically the same person because they are identical twins, mm -hmm. they can't solve the case at the end. Oh, Lord. Yeah. But I did find out, though, that if they could find fingerprints— they could have solved it because they have different fingerprints. Yeah, different fingerprints mm -hmm. are fingerprints are affected by um, nature versus what's it, developed. Right, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, I, I guess it depends on your placement in the womb. So since oh. twins aren't, you know, obviously in the same yeah. position of the womb at all times. Yeah. How does that? Well, and out? and environmental factors too. So, but yeah, as early as in the womb, it can affect your fingerprints. Now I'm looking at my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get here? <laughs> Who did this to you? What formed you? What events in my life did this? Yes. So, th so you're telling me that uh, the my fingerprints could have changed just from a slight variation of how I was doing something. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, like throughout life. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Interesting little wrinkles I got. Hmm. Yeah. The more you know, I didn't know that. Yeah. I'm learning so much today. <laughs> The connection between identical twins goes beyond their genetic similarity. Many identical twins report having a strong emotional bond and a unique understanding of each other. This connection is often referred to as twin telepathy or twin connection. Sometimes they even create their own language to communicate with each other. What? Yeah. I've never heard that before. I've heard it referenced several times. Really? Yeah. I've known several no. identical twins. Oh, really? Yeah, I have. You should ask them if, like, when they were younger, if they spoke in their own language. Oh, I uh, went to grade school with identical twins. I never caught them saying anything <laughs> weird. <laughs> you doing weird shit over here? What are you, Krista? One was Krista. Krista and Kathleen. Oh. Shout out to Krista and Kathleen. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. You keeping secrets? <laughs> you keep se What did you say about me? <laughs> Just like clicking to each other. Right. While the scientific evidence for such phenomena is limited, Anecdotal accounts of twins experiencing similar thoughts, feelings, dreams, and behaviors have been reported. It's commonly believed that this deep understanding of each other can allow a heightened sense of empathy and emotional awareness. An emotional awareness so much so that a twin can sense the other's death, although it is not supported by scientific research. Oh my god. I feel like, like, well, how are you going to scientifically prove that? Like, right. Bitch, did you did you sense that? Yes or no? Yeah. I did. Okay, there we go. Like, how are you going to prove that scientifically outside of just report, self-report? Right. Like, yeah. uh, There's really no way to scientifically tell that. So not that I can think of. Right, I know. <laughs> Unless you're just like constantly monitoring twins. You feel anything weird? <laughs> Do you feel it now, Mr. Krabs? <laughs> can you feel it now, Mr. Krabs? While losing a twin sibling after living many years together can be devastating. There's also potential for psychological effects if the twin is lost in utero or at birth, leaving the survivor twin with survivor's guilt, loneliness, self-perception issues, and the weight of the emotional impact on their families. I'll read to you now an example of twin loss posted on the site Quora in regards to what is it like to have an identical twin that died. John Yoder said, I myself lost a twin before we were born. There was rumor in my family when I was born I didn't cry, I did nothing, I was waiting for my twin to come out. 
I suffered a loss of a twin. Years later, when I was nine, my mother said, hey, Jay, can we talk? And I was worried she was going to take away my toys. I went over to her and she said, Jay, you were supposed to have a twin brother. His name would have been Patrick. One, I always felt and always will feel like I'm missing half of myself. It's creepy, actually. Randomly, only my left leg and my left arm fall asleep. My right side has never fallen asleep as far as I can remember. What? I try to cheer myself up like saying he was supposed to be a guardian angel, except he snuck in with me. I pray to him sometimes he is my guardian angel. We would have been identical, and sometimes I think that mom and dad mix us up. The creepy part, before my parents told me I had a dead twin, I had an imaginary friend named Patrick. No. Have you ever seen that? That clip of Jesse J. No. Anyway, in summary, identical twins share a special connection due to their genetic similarity and shared experiences. They often have strong emotional bonds and may exhibit physical resemblance. While they may have unique qualities and differences, their connection is often characterized by a deep understanding and closeness. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I also did find, like, a report on a woman that said that she sensed when her twin got cancer. Really? Mm-hmm. And do you know if this is specific to just identical twins or, like, fraternal twins? I don't—I believe in this one. This was fraternal because she referred to her twin as a he. So that oh, would mean they were fraternal. Yeah, so, okay, it's not just identical. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, I've heard of twins being close like that. Yeah. I would imagine, though, I feel like it would be more of an, a scenario that would happen with identical twins because of the shared DNA. Mm-hmm. And I've heard, too, that fraternal twins are just basically like just having any other sibling. Yeah. Since like two different eggs, two different sperm. And yeah. Stuff like that. Just they don't look at alike. At the same time. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. And this is cool. This is interesting to me. Thank you. I just. I was uh, really excited about it. I was like, oh, I like all this research. I know. Twins. Twins sound off. (laughs) (laughs) I always wish I had a twin. Really? I always wish I had a sibling closer to my age. Yeah. I have an older sister. Oh. um, By nine years. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's significant. It is. Yeah. But interesting. I always wanted a younger sibling, but I never had any siblings, obviously. Oh, yeah. Only child. That's good. <laughs> Boo. I'm gross. <laughs> gross. Only children are weird. Yeah, <laughs> we are. <laughs> <laughs> there is a stereotype about that, which I didn't know about. Are what you weird, it? Stephanie? What is it? No, just that they're weird and antisocial and they don't know how to like. <laughs> well, what's it called? The Eric Erickson. I believe that's what his name is. It's a psychologist. Birth order. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like how the. Yeah, I do know about that. Yeah, it's like only children suck. They don't. Just kidding. <laughs> they uh, they don't know how to cooperate. They don't know how to share. They don't. Know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, yeah. I, it's um, it's the Eric Erickson theory where only children are typically treated like a pet or or like a friend of the family kind of that's situation. Weird. <laughs> I, I mean, that's what I would say. My parents were had me when they were quite a bit older. I was just like a surprise and oh, gotcha. never had children after me. So. They were just... You're just a little pet. Pet yeah, stuffy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, since you don't have anyone to play with or anything, to like, you're always accompanied with your parents. Like, when you go out to eat, when you go to do things together as a family, it's your parents and you. Yeah. So, adults versus a child. Gotcha. So, it's that makes not, sense. there's nothing to bounce things off with mm. as a child. Yeah. But 
I do know something about younger siblings. They're well, they're the worst. They're also the pets too, they're especially terrible. children that have a nine year gap or a ten, nine to ten year gap. They are also almost treated like only children because the older child is so far ahead of them. Yeah, it's almost as if you have an only child. Yeah. I'm weird. You're no. weird now. No, my sister did take care of me a lot, obviously. <laughs> I mean, like, what? In high school? Let's just say what, 17 minus 9, I was 8. That's yeah. That's like a significant. Especially when you're younger. Right. Because, like, obviously, with the with that age gap, we, like, <laughs> didn't have any common interests. Right. I'm like, oh, I'm still like Pokemon. That's a bad example. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Right. Like, when I'm watching Blue's Clues, she's just like... Hanging out with her friends, doing you know, yeah, right, and they become like a constant babysitter, or manager kind of type yeah. person. That's, that's oldest sibling syndrome. Yeah, they're managerial. Like, yeah, they're like the secondary parent. Yeah, basically. So interesting stuff. Yeah. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show and listen on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, giving us a five star rating is super helpful, and we will always appreciate it. You can follow us on social media at Thirteen Degrees of Screams. This has been 13 Degrees of Screams, and we will see you next week. Um, what's a twin thing that I could say? Twinning. Just twinning. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got nothing. <laughs>